Welcome to our fourth podcast of Real Moms Get Real. I'm Maureen. And I'm Deirdre. And it's so great to have you with us today. We are in mid-spring. Things are blooming. Bugs are flying. (laughs) Flying a lot. (laughs) Flowers are, are blooming around and becoming more and more beautiful and colorful. This is such a great time of year, isn't it, Deirdre? It, it really is. And I mean, you're in New York. I'm in Boston. We really, by the time spring comes to our areas, we really need it. Oh, I we mean, so we just, this. yeah, we, we've had our, you know, late winter slump. And uh, yeah, we really need it. So the windows open and the house gets cleaned, maybe. And it's a time of renewal. Well, all except for that one closet, that one. Just that one. Difficult closet. Just keep it closed. Put a padlock house. on it. You know, whatever you have to do. And then open it up in the fall and good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully your coats are in there somewhere in the madness. Yeah. But here on Real Moms Get Real, we are talking about parenting. We're talking about keeping it real as busy working moms who, between us, we have seven children. And we love our kids, love our families. We're trying to do the best we can. And making our way through the world, navigating all kinds of issues and challenges and facts and fiction, as it, as it may have Lots of fiction. Yeah. But you know what? This, as much as I love the springtime, I don't love the bugs, to be honest. Got to go oh back to gosh. that for one second. I recently was bitten by a tick. It's worth discussing for two seconds. I know. I promise is. I won't get too graphic, but the tick bite. And what was interesting was someone in the doctor's office said to me, well, how'd you like that camping? I guess you went camping. <laughs> no, no, I don't go camping. I don't have time for camping. I don't have the first piece of equipment for camping. I would go glamping. Glamping. There I you go. I would do but that. The reality is you can get a tick bite by walking outside and taking 10 steps from your door. Where there's grass, there's ticks. So I know when my children were young, I plucked ticks off them all the time, and it scared the oh, living daylights out of me when I saw so, the ticks. It's just so, I know. that There's no insect, I think, at least in North America, that inspires fear in a, in a mom or dad like a tick. Yeah. So what happened with me was, of course, you don't know you're getting bitten when it happens, but all of a sudden I had this itch on my back, took the tick off, immediately went to the doctor, got checked out. And the protocol now is if they are pretty certain that it was a tick bite, and of course that's a whole other topic, they're not always certain, they give you a dose of antibiotics right away, a one-time dose. So that's what I took. But you have to be so careful. You have to err on the side of caution with this. And we're not doctors, obviously, we're not pediatricians, but for any parent who is worried about potential tick bites or Lyme disease or anything associated with this, call your doctor, get yourself or your children checked out, err on the side of caution and be proactive about it. Um, Better to take the action early on and catch something before it gets any further along. Or bubble wrap the kids, put them in the closet, and bring them out again in the fall. I just put some bubble wrap away in the closet. (laughs) Was there a child in in it? (laughs) Well, the bugs are gross, and we're dealing with this stink bug. Have you? Do you? Oh yeah, we get those stink bugs, and they love the drapes. So apparently, one of my grown sons, you know, needed air and opened every, you know, the storm, the screen, and Mm -hmm. the regular window, and so they kind of came in slyly. So I didn't really know we 
had them because they were congregating in our curtains. And then my other son, who's 20, had gone into the shower, and all of a sudden he was screaming. I heard the shower curtain coming down. I'm like, what the heck is going on? There was one little stink bug on the ceiling above the shower, but they look very Mm alien-like. They kind of are triangular, and they have these weird little legs and these weird little eyes. So I didn't blame them one bit. Don't their legs look like they have... They're funny weird. little knobby knees. Yeah, and they're weird. Like I could, I could picture Pixar doing a great job, like with the character of a stink bug. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah, that's just one of the things we're we're dealing with. Yeah. And ladybugs, so ladybugs cute. are beautiful. They're hopeful. They're hopeful. And then the praying mantis, but that comes along later in the I, season. Yeah, I love the yeah, praying mantis. But they are. They're cool. They look yeah. like sticks. But on this episode, on this podcast of Real Moms Get Real. Um, We're not only going to take you through some funny products that we've encountered in our research (laughs) and our everyday (laughs) lives. We're going to talk about when friends are truly friends to each other, moms to moms. And we're also going to share a story that's in the news and has to do with grocery shopping and robots, of all things. (laughs) But first, let's take you through, um, Deirdre, you're going to take us through this this next segment about some of the craziest products for babies and children that you've come across. Yeah, these are nuts. I'm a little afraid to hear some of these. They're nuts. I mean, back when I had babies, you know, the kids had like shoes and socks and little outfits and a bib and you were good to go. Well, now a whole lot of people have a whole lot of time because they're thinking up some new products. So let me just lay these on you, Maureen. These are the craziest (laughs) baby products. And I found these on Boredom Therapy, the website called Boredom Therapy. And ironically, I was a little bored and it did give me therapy. I enjoyed looking at this. All right. Let's hear what these are. The first product is called a Baby Mop Onesie. So if you don't feel like cleaning, simply put your baby into this onesie, uh, and on the front side, it's a little mop. It's got like little spongy threads. Oh, my goodness. And then you put your child down and let him do the cleaning for you. (laughs) So as the baby scoots along, he's picking up all of these gross, dirty things in his little mop onesie. Wait, hold on a second. (laughs) What about the child's face? Yeah. Is there protection for Teach this? Teach him to keep his little precious face up what like you, a turtle. This child could be 10 months old, that's 12 right. months old. But, you know, you can't ever have a house or apartment that's too clean. Is so. someone actually buying <laughs> this? I'm afraid. I hope not. I, I, I hope it's a gag gift, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't put it past some people to really strap their baby into this. So uh, our next product and it's is not even Halloween. It's Mop not Halloween, but that could be oh an that could be a, an outfit. My goodness. Uh, the next one is a, a kind of a gag baby gift, which I didn't know was a category. I didn't know you gave gag baby gifts. But this one is called the crib dribbler. And what it is, you know, in a guinea pig or a um, a mouse's cage, they have the little water bottle mm-hmm. hooked into the corner. It's got the little spout. Well, some people think it's funny to put one of those in the crib, like the child is a little guinea pig. So it is a gag gift, but it's kind of strange. Oh, it's my just, goodness. So the child, what, goes over to the bottle when yeah, he or she is thirsty right. and just starts... And starts, you know, pretend drinking, oh, I guess. Gosh. But uh, so maybe that's funny if the grandparents came, come over and you're like, oh, we're so clueless. This isn't how you feed babies. 
So I don't know if that hits the mark or not. The third one, now, I heard about this from a real-life mom, a mom of uh, a baby under one, and I was telling her how you used to kind of get stuff out of a baby's nose. You know, when a baby's little, you hate for them to be stuffed up mm-hmm. when they're an infant. And we used to have the little bulb syringe right. that you would insert in the nostril and, you know, squeeze, and it would bring out all the gunk. Well, no, I was told that is like archaic. That's almost dangerous or almost illegal now. Now, a lot of moms use something called the snot sucker. Please, this is just... No, and I would never do this. As much as I will love my future grandkids, I don't think I'm ever doing this. But you put one end of the syringe into the baby's nose and the other end in your mouth, and you simply suck out what's bothering baby. Okay, Yeah. all right, yes. I'm not. I'm not Welcome. feeling so well right now. Yeah. This it's is... so disgusting. But I mean, this mom said, "Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just what we do now. We don't use your archaic bulb bulb syringe." So I was like, "Oh, all right, good to know. I'll never be doing that." All right. Um, yeah, my my head is still spinning. Yeah. But okay. No, too much. <laughs> and our last one, just in case you dreamed of raising a baby rapper, is something called the Grills pacifier. It's a little pacifier. It goes in your little precious baby's mouth, but on it is painted, you know, a grill, like a wrapper or people who like to have gold teeth would uh, would use. So the picture I'm looking at is very disconcerting because the baby does look like a tiny infant wrapper. I would like babies to be babies. Let's yeah, whatever let, happened to that? Let's let the little ones be little ones for yeah, a while. Right? They don't need to be mops or wrappers or guinea pigs. Just let them be. Let them be tots. Let them be what they are. So that's my um, instead of that our stunning product those, review. Yeah. That's kind of a product review of crazy products. Wow. So moms, let us know. Do you agree with me or not? <laughs> I mean, am I the crazy one? Am I not with it? Let us know. I'm sorry, but I would never in a thousand years put my child into a mop outfit. No. For the sake of a, a tiny patch of floor that's a little bit cleaner. Yeah, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. And, you know, if I am blessed with grandchildren someday, I'm going to have to really watch it if uh, my little grandchild shows up with his little mop outfit. Oh, I'll please. have to just yeah. keep my peace. We're, we're going we're gonna to have a talking talking to of those children before <laughs> exactly. before any such thing happens. Well, I want to bring up a topic that, you know, this is something that moms do very naturally for each other. And it doesn't get a lot of attention. It's, you know, it's, it is what it is, if you will. But friends, friends help each other in ways that we almost forget. It's because it's so natural to us. I was at an event recently with some very, very dear friends and all moms. And about halfway through the dinner, my great friend from years ago leaned over and said, today I'm going to be your best friend ever. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, what does that mean? She said, you actually have something green stuck in your teeth. (laughs) Now, (laughs) that is a good friend. Really good friend. I was so grateful to her. And I never felt it. Usually... Like if, a little bit of salad, yeah, or if something like that happens. You 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 become aware of it pretty quickly. Never felt it. Never never knew. And she did me a huge favor. Now we're all human. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. But I I started to think there are things we do for each other or can do for each other 
on a regular, daily, sometimes hourly basis that just help each other through our lives, whether it's a piece of advice or sharing some information or just lending a hand to another parent who needs, you know, five minutes of our time or an ear, you know, to, to listen to a problem. It just really made me think, you know, moms need each other and rely on each other and how much we actually do for each other, whether we realized it or not. And I think that's such a great point, you know, especially because nobody has the authoritative book on raising kids. You know, we're all doing the best we can. Circumstances are different. Yes, everybody's circumstances are different. And, And a mom, another mom can be, can understand you sometimes in a way that no one else can. But they can also judge you in a way that no one else can. And that is, is, you know, to feel judged on your parenting is one of the most serious feelings a mom can, negative Mm -hmm. feelings a mom, you know, can feel. So another mom could make you, make your day, make you feel better, make you feel more normal, or they can break you. Yeah. And I think it's important to... You know, not judge another mother unless it's something flagrantly dangerous or, you know, something that really needs correcting. Yeah, then sometimes, you know, a word is necessary. But it also goes back to things that we've talked about previously on Real Moms Get Real, which is we're trying to do a superhuman job in many cases. And we don't, as hard as we try and as, as, good parents as we hope we are, we're never going to achieve superhuman status. And who would want that at the end of the day anyway? But we're trying to be um, real about it and human and understand we can reach really, really high. Sometimes we're going to fall a little short of that. And that's okay. Because absolutely, our hearts are in the right place. And you are never going to do parenting 100% right. It just, it's never, you know, it just doesn't happen. And uh, one little tidbit I'd like to add is, you know, one of the most helpful things that you can do for another mom, if another mom is confiding in you mm-hmm. about a situation or worry about her child, uh, along with listening and not jumping in to offer solutions, it has always, you know, been so great for me and I've tried to do it for other moms really remind them if you know their kids how wonderful their kids are bring up their positive qualities Mm -hmm. things you like about them because that is very reassuring in the moment and and even if that mom doesn't respond right away I will tell you she will appreciate it later just all the wonderful things you've seen about her kid and the great job she is doing and about her herself yes about the parents themselves parents are working and trying so hard um whether it's you know getting themselves to work getting the kids off to school feeding the children shopping for them taking care of them getting them to the doctor getting them to their events, their activities, negotiating family situations, vacations, holidays. I mean... The list is endless. People are are really working very, very hard. And every now and then hearing, you know, you're doing a good job. I love that. That just can mean the world. It can. I remember one time I had, uh, I dropped my, one of my little kids. He was just in... Uh, third grade. And for some reason, he just did not want to go into school and he could not 
go into the building. He was just having Mm -hmm. a moment. Mm -hmm. So it was eventually worked out between the principal, his teacher, myself, and my son. But the funny thing was, of course, whenever an emergency happens or a situation you're never ready. I was in my pajamas because I thought I was just dropping off. And I was in my pajamas. Drop off. Yeah. yeah. My hair in a ridiculous, you know, messy hairstyle, my smudge glasses. And do you know, not, and, you know, the principal, the teacher, nobody looked at me and said, wow, you know, get it together. It was just a moment. And I'll never forget yeah. of all of us working together on behalf of a child. Right. So what can be better than that? I think as long as you keep the child uppermost in your mind, that you're doing the best for your children, you almost can't go wrong. You can't go that, wrong. That was always my mantra. That's right. It's, this is about my children doing the best I can for them. If you, know, you see another mom that needs you, try to say less and listen more. Mm, you know, Your wisdom advice. is for you. That's good advice. And maybe listen and even being heard sometimes is what we need. Yeah. Now, we want to brief you on something that's going on at Stop and Shop. That's crazy. Particularly in the New England area. Deirdre, you want to take us through this this news story and what robots have to do with it, potentially? (laughs) Potentially, there could be linkage. The interesting thing is I was at Stop and Shop recently I love Stop and Shop. Mm-hmm. And they I was I was at the deli, I'd gotten my ticket, and I was just waiting. This woman uh struck up a conversation with me and she says, Oh, have you seen the robot? And I was immediately interested. I'm like, no, what robot? She said, There's a robot that scared me in the cereal aisle. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> Is this stop and shop sanctioned? She said, Yes, it's their robot. So I said Uh, I have to see this. So I got my deli, and I ran into her in another aisle. And I said, I haven't seen the robot. She said, well, he's resting. His name is Marty, and he's very, he's kind of tall. Resting and recharging. Resting in his little, yeah, recharging thing. Well, he wasn't there when I went to see, so he was roaming Mm -hmm. around. I was a little unnerved, I have to tell you. The rest of my shop, I was looking over my shoulder because the way she described him, he was tall, googly-eyed and roaming and i'm like that's horrific yeah when you're shopping for mayonnaise and tomatoes and sliced ham you're not exactly thinking of a googly-eyed robot well i told my husband fred about it and he actually received a funny video from his sister and and the video was her talking and that was the first glance i saw of marty and he is a little as you know he moves and he has big googly eyes and he looks like a stick with eyes and my sister-in-law was a little creeped out she just said yeah kind of creepy so i don't know i don't know if this is really going over well and when i was checking out the clerk said to me uh, she was telling me that they were planning to strike And she said, how can they spend, you know, she gave a very high six Mm -hmm. figures on a robot and not meet our needs. Oh, I see. Now, so Marty has upkeep costs and Marty's an expensive little devil. And apparently he is uh, to help improve in-store efficiencies and safety. 
All right, here's here's my thought about that. How safe safety in stores? All right, how safe is it if people are so panicked at the sight of Marty, they're making a beeline for the exit? <laughs> they're running I mean, over each you're other. Gonna be, you're going to be seeing people strewn on the floor that Marty's then going to have to rescue. So, <laughs> Well, apparently he can only clean you up. He can only notice if you're a spill. So I don't know. But think about a little kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it comes back to now... If I'm a parent of a young child and I think I'm going to encounter Marty or somebody (laughs) like that, now I have to prepare my toddler or my youngster for the sight of a roaming robot, which if they haven't watched TV or YouTube or other other things, we hope that uh, they don't know what this is all about, although they may. But um, that, that brings up a whole other discussion. You, you're, there's your child in your grocery cart or in the seat with you or walking beside you. And now you have to, don't worry about it. It's, it's okay, honey. It's, it's a robot that's meant to help the stores. <laughs> that, that's, but he has really big, scary eyes and just yeah. soundlessly whirs along the aisles. And it's just, I don't know, it's a little, it sounds to me like, you know, ripe territory for night terrors. Nightmares. You know what little kids get scared over? Almost everything at a certain point. Every little kid goes through a very fearful time. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to uh, probably not go to Stop and Shop. I'll have to research it and see what the issues are. But uh, also, I don't want to see Marty. Poor Marty. I know. Sorry, Marty's going to have rejection issues now. (laughs) (laughs) Poor robot. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that is our show. Maureen, it goes real quick. It goes so fast. Thank you for joining us. We hope you'll visit us on Facebook, Real Moms Get Real. Come back and listen to our next podcast. We've loved having you with us. Share your thoughts, your ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Take care, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.